As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. At some point, you need to find more money. Even if you're starting off with a lot of money, it doesn't make a lot of financial sense to use all of your money when you can leverage others and the return is essentially infinite. Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal best ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best ever partner, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? Well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service. Here comes a free gift. Linda Libatory, you know her, episode 714 I interviewed her about her best ever advice, talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls, they handle the rent collections, they handle late payment reminders, they handle the lease violation notices, everything from the text messages, reminders, all the way to collecting the ACH payments. Linda's team will help you scale your business, whether you got 500 units or even a handful of units go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe that's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe they're going to give you a free 30 minute goal strategy session they'll give you free setup and the first 30 days free mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe again if you are self-managing and you're not fulfilled by self-managing and you agree that there's a better way to scale your business, scale your investments, then go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Take Linda and her team up on their generous offer of giving you a trial and a strategy session to see if it's right for you. mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff. Because it's Sunday, we've got a special segment called Skill Set Sunday where we talk about a specific skill that by the end of our conversation, you will either have acquired a new skill or honed a skill that you already have and just getting better at it. With us today, Ross Hamilton. How you doing, Ross? 
I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure, and nice to have you back. If you recognize Ross's name, that's because you're a loyal, best-ever listener. Virtual fist bump to you. Episode 308, he gave us his best real estate investing advice, and he's been on the show a couple other times, too, on Skillset Sunday, so recommend searching at bestevershow.com, and you can listen to his previous episodes. Ross is the CEO of Connected Investors which is an aggregator of crowdfunding portals. He has been nominated by Entrepreneur Magazine as an Emerging Entrepreneur of the Year. In 2011, he's based in Wilmington, North Carolina, and wrote the book Real Estate Investing in Your 20s. The focus of our conversation today is going to be about how to avoid lender scams. And I'll let Ross take it from here and just give some context for the conversation. Yeah, thanks so much for that introduction. And this is a really, really important lesson here because everyone on the line, as they start to get into real estate investing or to grow their real estate investing, at some point, you need to find more money. Even if you're starting off with a lot of money, it doesn't make a lot of financial sense to use all of your money when you can leverage others and the return is essentially infinite. So, so many real estate investors, when they get started, they get nervous because they don't think they're gonna be able to find access to funding. But when you go online and start searching around a little bit or you jump on forums, whether it's Connected Investors or Bigger Pockets or LinkedIn or Facebook, you'll get flooded with people that say, hey, I have money, please borrow my money. I need to deploy capital quickly. I'm the king of some country. And I want to invest in the United States and deal with so many lenders because outside of Connected Investors, which is essentially like the LinkedIn for real estate investors, we built out a funding portal that matches real estate investors with non-bank asset-based lenders. We're talking about private money lenders and hard money lenders. So we work closely with all of the real hard and private money lenders around this great country. And Joe... The number one complaint and the biggest competitor of lenders is not other lenders. It's scam artists. Joe, have you seen any of this? Yeah, fortunately, I haven't come across scam artists. I have come across someone who literally, oh, I'd say 45% of what they said was true about a deal was a lie. And the majority of it they knew was a lie and other parts they just didn't. But literally, at least that percentage was a lie. And it took me a while to realize that. So I have come across people like that. But I haven't been scammed before, fortunately. Yeah, that's great. Let me go ahead and just kind of frame. When I say scam, for the purpose of this conversation, it's going to be people who are actually trying to steal your money and other people who are just completely and totally wasting your time. These wannabe brokers, these wannabe middlemen, because there's really no licenses in this world. So anyone can just throw up a sign to say, hey, I'm a broker or I'm a lender, and they can start jumping in the industry and filling up your inbox with, I'm going to fund you. And what will happen is if you have a really good deal and you're dealing with one of these uneducated brokers, you're not going to be able to get that deal at the closing table and cash that check. And then it can even make you kind of look like a moron when you're talking with partners and buyers and sellers because you're saying, hey, I got the money lined up, you're repeating what you're hearing, but you really don't. 
So we're going to kind of solve both of those problems. I'm going to show you how to vet lenders and then also just make sure you have a kind of a direct connection to those lenders. So let me just give you one example of kind of lender scams that are out there. These are the things that you want to stay away from. Number one, if a lender ever asks you to wire them your down payment money, run. You're not wiring any lender the down payment money. This is all going to be done through an attorney. That's first and foremost. Also, giving away your social security number or any of that information before you've vetted a lender is very, very important because they'll get your bank account information, your social, and they'll just go in there and just empty your bank account. We dealt with this. We had a lender who tried to become part of our lender network, and we started to vet him the same way that I'm going to teach you. So first thing that we noticed is they were using a Gmail address, red flags, right? right? This person is not really in business. Yep. Also, their English wasn't very proper. You can kind of hear the accent come across in the email correspondence we were having with them. So no foreigners. Um, in addition, they were, I'm yeah. I'm well, kidding. you know, most of the scam artists are from outside of the U.S. The people who will waste your time are inside the U.S. The people who will steal your money are typically outside of the U.S. because it's really tough to track those people down. Mm -hmm. So those two are huge red flags. Also, a lender being over-eager or giving you rates that are just ridiculously favorable. Anything that you see that's just not comparable, doesn't make sense. They're not requiring much money down at all. These are all telltale signs that this isn't a real business person. This isn't a real lender. So you can basically just have one or two emails with someone and see if they are a real lender or not. So let's say they pass all those sniff tests. The very next thing that you're going to do and that we always do is make sure they have a website. A lot of these lenders have very, very bad fake websites that are easy to see through or they just don't even have a website. Anyone who's seriously doing this that solicited you online will have some sort of a website where you can go for information. Now, a big thing you want to do is you want to vet the lender and you want to say, hey, can you give me some examples of recent deals that you've funded? What this is going to do for the brokers who are pretending that they're lenders, they're going to start backpedaling a little bit, right? And for the scam artists, they're just going to take off. So you want the property addresses of the last several deals that they have lent on. You can do a simple public records lookup to actually find any of the mortgage information. So you can see who made the loan, how much it was for, and if it's real or not. So unfortunately, I can't explain how to do that on this call, but there are resources out there. You go online and you can look up that property address and see if there's ever been a mortgage placed on that by that particular lender. Joe, does that make sense yeah, a little bit sense. for the first few steps here? Yep. Gotcha. So if you do those things, you're going to cut through the clutter of 90% of what's going on. And when we did those things to a lender who tried to become part of our lender network, they kept giving us bank accounts, Joe, and they said, great, we're going to fund the loan. Send us over the 10% down we need. So we got the bank account number and we passed it on to the feds. The feds flagged it, got it shut down. We called the lender back and said, hey, what's going on? I tried to wire the money. The bank account's not there. He goes, I'm sorry, we gave you the wrong account number. Use this one. And then this same process happened two or three more times until, Joe, we had one bank account that he gave us that had $462,000 in stolen money in it. The Fed saw it. They basically stopped the bank account, and we got this guy shut down. He had stolen almost half a million dollars from unsuspected real estate investors 
using this scam. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And these were Ukrainians. So that is, with the currency exchange, that is a lot of money. And I'm not going to go into too much detail on this, but it is pretty interesting. What these individuals do is they contact ladies in the United States and pretend that they're Marines overseas, and they kind of start a little romance with these people, and they get them to open up bank accounts for them. So these poor ladies think they're helping a Marine overseas, opening up a bank account. They're not putting any of their own information in, but they're putting it in their name, and then all of a sudden the feds are knocking on their door. It's really sad, but that's how these foreigners are opening up these fake bank accounts that they steal your money from. I want to make sure I understand when they sent you the bank account information, what was your process that eventually ended up being shut down? Like, how did you know to send the bank account to someone who then said, this is a red flag? This person was really sloppy, Joe. It was a Gmail address. It was broken English. They were giving us a 4% loan with no points. We just had to take 10% of the purchase price down and wire it to the bank account. It was very, very obvious that this person was a scam artist. And this is the type of thing that our company does every day. With our network of hard and private money lenders, we're verifying dozens of these lenders each and every day. So when people use our funding portal, they're talking with real, ready, willing, and able direct lenders who can provide capital for their fix and flips, their buy and hold, purchase, refinance, even portfolio loans, and all that stuff. So this is what we do all day, every day. So We're elbows deep in this stuff, and we've made it a real personal mission to shut down as many of these scammers as we can, just to clean up the industry. Who knows? A guy we shut down, we could have saved one of your listeners from losing a bunch of money. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it's true. So now that you've identified very clearly what the red flags are, is there anything else that you want to mention as it relates to this topic, just to make sure that we're protecting our capital? Yeah. The most important thing really when you're working with these lenders is just, I'm just going to say this again, just to make sure they have a track record. You just really want to see that track record or if they are introduced from a really reputable source that has done business with them that has verified them like we do at CIX.com, then you know you're working with someone who's not going to waste your time because it's not just about losing money. It's about not making the money that you were going to make on that flip. And that's why it's really important to be able to cut through the clutter very quickly. That's a great point. It's not just about losing the capital, but it's about the opportunity cost as well. Well, Ross, where can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? If you go to cix.com, you can visit that site, and that's where we verify lenders. You can find lenders, and you can even download a 140-page funding book right from that page that teaches you absolutely everything because we want to make sure that when you're out there looking for funding, your expectations are in line with these business people that are very, very excited about lending you money. I will say this, right now there's more capital than there are deals. So if you have a good deal, you can find the capital that you need as long as you're not wasting your time with scammers. And we won't anymore if we were because we've gotten the lesson today that you've laid out there. Here are some things to stay away from. One, a lender who is over-eager if their rates are just far and above or below, I guess. Everyone too else good is, to be true. Yeah, too right. good yeah, to too be true, it is. Yep. Two, look at the website. If they have one, make sure they have a website. Three, this is an important one. Don't wire them the down payment money. You said that is done through an attorney. Four, and this is the big qualifier to 
ask them to give you examples of recent deals they funded and look up the property addresses and make sure that you are speaking to someone who has a track record. And then ultimately, if you can talk to, I'll even take that one step further. If you can talk to who they lent money to before and have a conversation with them. And then if you want to get super crazy, ask that person for a referral about the original person. And this is how to do any referral. The person won't expect that you will ask the referral who they refer who would they recommend you speak to? And so you're two degrees away versus just one degree away. So Ross, thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Are you an investor who self-manages, talks to your residents, collects checks and handles all the day-to-day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener. And guess what? That better way is Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper, We'll have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and 30-minute session today at mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. The Target Market Insights podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at TargetMarketInsights.com. That's TargetMarketInsights.com.